Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Erica Bonser, and today, co-host Tom Kruzek and I are joined by Jedediah Collins, also known as the fullback of finance. He is the author and founder of Money Vehicle, and we are excited to, to jump in and hear all about who he is and what Money Vehicle is. Hi, Jedediah. How's it going? It is going very well and uh, truly appreciate Tom and Erica this opportunity to kind of share my message and uh, kind of give you an update on on where my world is spinning these days. <laughs> well, we are so happy to have you on. And I think to start, there's no better place than for you to share who you are, what mm-hmm. Money Vehicle is and how that all kind of got started. That's it, it is all intertwined coincidentally, which is is why I'm so passionate about the topic and about what I'm doing. Um, let me begin by by kind of classifying myself as a great failure. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love starting out with that because it's an identification of who I am, kind of my mindset and my approach to the world. Um, when I got my first paycheck playing in the National Football League, so I, I went from Washington State where I got a, a wonderful degree in business. My focus was accounting. Um, and I got that first paycheck in the NFL, I, like so many before me, took it and spent it that day. Um, Even though I was the accounting major in the locker room, even though I'd grown up in Orange County, California, around money, I failed with my first paycheck. Um, It took me back to, you know, the 12 times I got cut, you know, trying to survive and make it in the NFL. took me back to playing pickup basketball with my brothers, uh, where my dad invented a game called King for a Day and losing hundreds and thousands of times to my two older brothers. But that experience led me down a path where I had failed with that first paycheck. And I remember waking up, you know, a night or two later in knots and in sweats and just anxiety thinking, I'm going to become one of those statistics. I'm going to become one of those people who get a a shot and a chance at the dream and never really capture it. Now, full disclosure, I bought an engagement ring with my first paycheck, and my (laughs) wife and I are very happily married. It's a cute story, but the reality, and I will tell her this to this day, it was a very poor financial decision. Um, It awoke me to the reality that I didn't know anything about money, and so I turned to my brothers who were very highly educated. One of them was getting a master's at, at Berkeley in engineering. Another was getting his Harvard Law degree, and I turned to them and I said, guys, the big dumb Jack brother missed the money class. What am I supposed to be doing with these paychecks? And no shock today, they had no idea. You know, they had never had that course, never had that class, never had that understanding. My father, who ran his own law firm for 20, 30 years, his entire financial plan was avoid debt and keep a good job. And, you know, he did okay for himself, so he's fine. But I knew there was more out there. So I went and I started to educate myself. I went to Borders Bookstores, which uh, for some of you was a a weird old place where they had (laughs) physical books. Um, But I picked up all the personal finance gurus, Susie Orman, Robert Kiyosaki, uh, you know, Jim Cramer, uh, just everybody out there I wanted to learn from until a mentor of mine challenged me to start getting my CFP. And Mm so each off season, I would tackle some of the course study for my certification in financial planning. And as that knowledge grew later in my career, I began to realize people started asking me questions. Guys in the locker room, my brothers, my friends, other family members, 
they all were curious about money. And I began to realize this was something I really enjoyed was teaching people this foreign language. And so that's really where Money Vehicle began. It began sitting in a locker room explaining the 401k to an NFL rookie. It, it went on to, you know, helping my brothers as they got their first jobs and careers to go into high schools, colleges and companies and empowering people around how to own their future by learning to use money. And so that's where Money Vehicle kind of originated and why we're so passionate about the declaration of calling it Money Vehicle is we want to begin with the base understanding that you have to change your perspective on money. No longer is money the destination. Money has to become a tool and a resource that you are using to achieve your dreams and to get you where you want to go. So Money Vehicle is absolutely um, the beginning of a journey, and it's the beginning of an empowering movement. Wow. That, it, it, that story you just shared, I mean, I, not everyone has, has had your experience, you know, being in the NFL, getting a pretty hefty paycheck and then going and splurging. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the relationship with money or the vast majority of individuals not understanding how to budget, how to plan, how to mm-hmm. save, you know, your, your father, it, kind of resonates with a lot of the older generation that I've known as well that's just debt averse and stay in the same job and and stay there until you retire and that's your way to financial freedom and it's just not the case and um, I, yeah. I love that designation because and this is this is a little bit about why financial literacy is needed today but before we get into that I that idea of where I was with in my journey and my relationship with money is a spender. You know, I got money, I spent money. That was the only thing I really understood about it. And I love to ask this question. No, it's not grammatically correct, but what type of or are you? Are you a spendor, a savor, or an investor? And when you look at it that way, you really start to realize it's just how long you see money is the difference. Spendors see money on a day-to-day Savors see money month to month, maybe year to year, and investors start to look at money through a decade time frame. And it was that first paycheck that saw I was a saver or I was a spender, and I began to then save. And it wasn't until I understood money a little bit better that I was able to venture into that investor category and started to look at money longer and started to see how money could go to work for me as opposed to just always the other way around. Oh. Love that. Um, from looking at that, you know, when I think about financial wellness, mm-hmm. um, it fits under the same umbrella as physical, mental, emotional wellness that we, a lot of us spend so much time and energy working on. Um, what is financial wellness to you? Why is it important? And why do you think so many people overlook this component of their overall health? Man, that's a it's a that's a beautiful question. Um, oddly enough, it's chapter one of my book, Your Money Vehicle, <laughs> because that why question of why now? Why now do I have to worry about money? My parents, my grandparents, they all just kind of functioned in all of a sudden it feels like financial wellness is a, a topic and is a necessity. I compare it to uh, the idea that pensions have gone away. The vast majority of our parents and our parents' parents all relied upon that adage of go get a good job, get a pension, and 
work till 60, whatever, and walk away into the sunset. That messaging is gone. The idea of retirement, I think, needs to be retired. I don't think we should aim for a, a date in at our 60s that we're just going to walk into the sunset anymore. I think we need to change our idea around financial freedom, and it begins with wellness. And so as you look at that shifting of the, the financial industry from pensions, from your company having your future as a liability to your personal balance sheet, you having to control your, your future and having that as a liability, we call it the money vehicle because you have to sit in the driver's seat. Financial wellness today could not be more relevant, could not be more necessary as we look at the global financial crisis we're all sitting through. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the personal side, the thousands and thousands of businesses, large and small, who did not have what I'm going to comfortably call the corona cushion. Some may refer to it as an emergency fund, but did not have a runway. And you look at a planning why didn't they have that? Well, it's because they didn't understand financial wellness. They didn't understand the beginnings and the basics of how to build out their plan. So financial wellness is going to and is already entering the corporate space. It will be a benefit from your employer here in the next year or two. I hope to be able to offer resources and tools around this idea of financial wellness and financial empowerment. And that is going to be such a need not because companies are all of a sudden alarmed or alerted for your future. They they truly do care about you, question mark. But just like in the NFL, they more care about the liability. And they understand if their employees are distracted, if their employees are stressed, if their employees don't have this plan situated, it is going to impact their bottom line. And that is what they're most concerned with. I love talking to people in the military because they are very conscious of, you know, on, on specialized teams, people's financial wellness being in order, because if your financial wellness is not set, you are not hundred percent committed and you are not fit to go out into this specialized unit and defend my back. So mm. I look at that as how we are going to function in the future. I look at companies as they are going to need to provide these resources because sadly it is not taught in college. It is not taught in high school. And we are right now waking up to the reality our nation is financially illiterate. And you look at how people handle credit cards, how they handle their bank accounts. You know, money is not rocket science. It is not the most complex language. You're not trying to learn Latin. It's just a language nobody has sat down and taught you. And so that's that's why I think financial wellness will become uh, a daily conversation and a daily practice is because we as a, a, a unit and we as humanity need to start being able to handle these questions and, and owning our own futures. So Jed, what are, what are the, what are some of the um, successes you've had early in starting money vehicle who, who have really been gravitating towards this concept and, and uh, could you share with us maybe a story of, of one of them that, really kind of brings this concept home. Excellent. And I appreciate that question, Tom. Uh, it has truly been so humbling for me to get these testimonials, to get the success stories. Um, because as a creative, you know, you kind of make something in the dark and you're like, ooh, this is good. And then you, you put it out to light and you're like, oh gosh, just don't everybody hate it. Um, <laughs> 
but I have in, so the book came out a few months ago. The book was an Amazon bestseller. I still on a weekly basis get a few young people, mostly young professionals in their 20s, people who are actively seeking, I want this knowledge. They will get the book. It's a workbook and it is the beginning of your financial plan. And I will have them reach out and say, I instituted the money buckets. I just set up my Roth account. I just went and did this. I just got my first insurance and I you know, increased the deductible. All of those actions are in the book and it really walks you through it. But where I have found my most success as of late is this this summer, I instituted Feedback Fridays, which I hope is a practice I get to have as long as I have this business, um, where I would invite students and, and target it in their demographics. So high school students together, college students together, young professionals together. And I would just, you know, lay them up with some questions, but mostly I wanted them to meet each other and I wanted to get feedback on what they thought of the course and how to personalize it for the different parts of their life they're in. And the groups that have been almost to 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 an amazing degree, the most appreciative are the lower economic groups. Mm -hmm. uh, the The students who I've had many say, my parents walked by while I was watching this and now we sit down and we watch every video together. We, they, she, my mom takes notes. I take notes. My dad takes notes. We talk about it at the dinner table. We've gone and actually built some of our plan based on these videos. And wow. they, they say they look forward to the next one. We, we added some entertainment. So if you, if you get to check it out, there are a lot of characters and we try to have some fun doing it. But the reality that this course, the money vehicle course is creating conversations around the dinner table that will have would have never been had. I have received dozens, hundreds of emails from parents over the years that have said those exact words. You, I want to share with you, Jed, what my 16 year old, what my 20 year old just came up and asked me because they had no interest in this. They had no idea. And we had tried to talk about it, but we never were able to. So I am extremely excited because I I don't just do financial education. I believe education will fail because it doesn't change your behaviors. And so mm -hmm. why I'm so focused on financial empowerment is because you have the confidence to go act. And so you do not certify in our courses until you tell us what actions you took, until you took the education and you went and did them. And so that is where we really want to get to is not you passed a test, not you did the coursework, but what did you go do? Um, and those have been the most humbling testimonials is hearing from all 10 chapters, different students acting upon different things. But the biggest one has been uh, a 16 year old in North Carolina, a, a 17 year old in Virginia, totally across the country for me saying they want to bring it to their community because they are in a lower economic high school and they know nobody else in their community is getting this information. And so that to me has been the most rewarding experience. And I, we're going to implement that here in the fall. Uh, so what's the certification called that people can get and how do they do it? Excellent. Uh, so it's a financial uh, a certification of financial literacy presented by money vehicle. Um, and okay. you go you go through our course. We give you a digital badge, digital digital certification. They are excellent for uh, college applications. Excellent for resume builders as you go and look for your first job. And the requirements are to take the coursework, which is the ten chapters. You have to pass an, a financial literacy exam. 
since 2008, since I was a rookie and I failed that first paycheck. I've been Googling, where's the national financial literacy exam? Where's the national financial literacy exam? Haven't found one, so I created one, uh, you know, <laughs> true entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, a lot of people are going to, you know, pick at it and say, oh, well, you didn't or this, that and the other. We just stole questions from the course. And so far, we have yet to have somebody get a 30 out of 30. But we are truly proud of what the students are able to comprehend and answer at the end of the courses. And then the third part of the certification is the actions. So our objective is to open a million Roth accounts, Roth 401ks, Roth IRAs, because we feel that that is one of the most empowering ways to use money. And our mission in Money Vehicle is to use money. That means you understand money, you strategize your money, and you are efficient with your money, USE. And so we feel if you're a young professional, opening a Roth is a as a very specific way to show us, you know how to use money. Wow. That's great. Now, I'm sure that throughout your book, there's a million and one different steps that someone can take to become financially literate and, mm-hmm. and take that to implement in their life. If you were to just take away three main um, steps that would tre- tremendously impact someone's life for the better what would those three steps be? I mean, it's it's a little bit like choosing your favorite kid. I know. <laughs> um, I would say number one, and this goes to my athletic prowess. It goes to me as a student, as a new entrepreneur, as any type of success you want to have, financial wellness included, begin with the end in mind. You must set goals. The end of chapter one, the end of the first chapter question of why you care about money is your answer. I can't answer that for you. You have to define your own goals. A plan is only as good as its destination. And that destination is not a million dollars. So don't say that. Remember, money is a vehicle. So what does that million dollar lifestyle look like for you? Who do you want to impact with it? Where are you going? What are you doing with it? That is what I want you to begin with. The second phase, because I wanted to to kind of maybe have a more generalized approach because there are some very good specifics in the book around different chapters. We have a a cash management system, much like retirement. I don't like the word budget. Budget is limiting. I I like a a different kind of mindset, more of an abundance mindset around cash management. So we use money buckets and it's the five choices you have with every dollar you make. My dollar, you, you know, Tom's dollar, Uh, Jeff Bezos dollar, whoever it is, you have the same five choices. You have your society, which is taxes, your past, which is anything due before the first of the month, your present, your day-to-day spend, your future, pretty self-explanatory, and then your uh, compassion, which is going to be your give. And really having students see the simplicity and I they, they kind of are hesitant when they tell me they're like, it's so simple. I'm like, that is music to my ears because that means you can use it. And they say time and time again, from 16 to 28, this is a very easy to use cash management system. It is a way to categorize my spending and a way to me to feel like I own it and it doesn't own me. So using a cash management system, I would say is number two. And then number three, as I mentioned before, getting in an, a, a Roth account. I think opening a Roth account in as a 17-year-old, you know, as a waiter or lifeguard, as a 20-year-old with your first kind of job or side job, 
or as a 23 year old getting your first real job, if you look at it and you make a dollar, save a dime, which is one of our money bucket systems, you will look into your Roth account and say, wow, the interest effect, the power of the eighth wonder of the world over 70 years is going to be amazing. And it's also going to be tax free. So that's going to be an interesting model to, to be able to play with. I love that. It's yeah, so I get that cool. question all the time is like, do I use a pre-tax account? Do I use a Roth account? Mm -hmm. You know, every people still me to this day, whenever I'm doing a, a meeting with a corporate client and their employees, mm -hmm. it's having to understand the concepts behind that and what the value of the Roth is for young investors is, is amazing. I never feel more. Cause I, again, I've been the, the football player most of my life. So I've never been my brother's, got a master's at Berkeley and a Harvard, went to Harvard Law School, like they're the smart ones. But I got I've gotten to stand in front of rooms of doctors, you know, like cancer researchers and have them ask me that question. And I smile and I'm like, oh, you 64 year old, brilliant human being. You could take my course like you could go and read uh, chapter 10 because that's exactly. And so my quick and 20 second answer to that is always when do you feel you will pay the least amount of taxes? Do you feel you're in a lower mm -hmm. tax bracket today or do you feel like you'll be in a lower tax bracket in 60, 70, 50, 30 years? Also, do you have any kind of hesitation around where you think tax brackets are going? I don't know if anybody has seen the trillion dollar bills we seem to be putting out as a society, but those are going to come to fruition in our future and our children's future. So a way to shield yourself from those are Roth accounts. So Tom, I, I love it. And I love that you're continually out educating. Um, and it's it's just really neat to see what you and Erica and, and what your company is all about in that process is, is empowerment. And then we can provide service. Yeah, definitely. So uh, tell us, uh, what's the name of the book again? And um, share with us a little bit more before we kind of wrap up. What are some other ways that people can get a hold of you? So the book is called Your Money Vehicle. You can go grab it on Amazon. The course is Money Vehicle. So Your Money Vehicle is a, an actual paperback book that's going to come to you. The Money Vehicle course is about 35 five-minute videos. Uh, we didn't want to overwhelm you. I like to say, you know, take control of your financial future in 10 minutes a day. Um, and that is going to walk you through the first 10 questions and 10 uh, answers of your journey. It comes with exercises, comes with little mini quizzes, comes with the certification. But most importantly, it comes with those actions throughout the book to build out your financial plan. To get to that, you can go to yourmoneyvehicle.com forward slash drive because you're going to start driving your money vehicle. Um, or you can reach out to me on any of the social media platforms. I'm mostly on LinkedIn uh, at Jedediah Collins, um, but I've also started campaigning on Instagram and Twitter as the fullback of finance. So fullback finance, you can check me out on those. Um, but yes, I would love, love, love to have people reach out, ask questions and truly take the course. We're going to launch it fully in September. Um, and as I look at how challenging this fall is going to be from a school systems. We have school districts up here in Washington. We have colleges. We have companies starting to use our virtual platforms because everyone is going to be looking for this content. So 
If you are or you have a 15 to 24-year-old at home this fall who you feel could be certified in financial literacy, mm-hmm. check out yourmoneyvehicle.com forward slash drive and let's get them set up. And I That's will great. make sure to put all those links and um <clears throat> and redirect everyone in the show notes and via social as well so that we can make it easy for people to connect with you and get signed up to take the course. I love it. And again, I just appreciate getting to share this message. Um, I, I look at our day and age in the world today and we need more companies and we need more people out empowering. And I, I feel like that's uh, that's what we're both out there to do. So thank you both very much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for engaging this conversation and doing the work that you're doing. It's it's inspirational. It's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jed. Have See a great one.